you're listening to That's Lit. Now, tonight we have a very special guest, violinist Eric Avery. Hello, Eric. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Now, Eric, you play the violin. Can you tell us how you got started playing? Well, when I was younger, I played the piano a lot. Um, and then I started the violin when I was about 11. Mm-hmm. And my mum bought me the violin. And, um, yeah, I just started playing more and just improvising my own sort of things, doing crazy um, violin pieces for my fellow students. <laughs> and then um, and then I auditioned for Newtown and I got into there and my nan bought me a new violin. She won the cards. She liked playing cards. She was one of the card girls. <laughs> and um, then, yeah, I just sort of, I went to dance. I didn't play the violin. I practiced a lot, but I didn't, um, you know, I didn't get any lessons for a few years and then I went back to study. I went to the Australian Institute of Music and I had a very um, good teacher there, Matthew Bruce, and he taught me a lot about the technique of the violin and I've sort of been doing my own thing for the last year now, just sort of developing um, my own music and seeing my my people's songs, um, Ben Yampa, and yeah, I've just been making my music um, and exploring that, and yeah, I'm looking to go back to study um, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking for a violin teacher, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, sort of, that's, you know, I guess when you, you know, when you play the violin, you always want to improve and you mm. want to um, improve on your technique, and you always keep that in mind, um, mm. and you know, I compose a lot now as well. And, yeah, I write my own music. I'm actually, now I'm writing a piece I'm going to be performing in um, Amsterdam. Oh, wow. With the Hertz Ensemble. Um, and, yeah, it's about it's about a spider. And I'm sort of trying to write a piano piece. Uh, sorry, uh, it's for an ensemble. And I'm including the piano and... I'm writing for violin as well, and yeah, I'm just sort of exploring a kind of thing. Nice, awesome, <laughs> yeah. awesome. So, do you often play with the piano as well, or is this a new thing for you? It's sort of not, like it's been coming back to me naturally. I've been getting more back into my piano mm. in the last sort of year, and yeah, I just can't believe how much was inside of me that I didn't. Mm. play before like I you know I, I mainly improvise and and it flows from there yeah and so one thing um, that I found really cool is that you incorporate a lot of your uh, indigenous background into your music can you talk um, a little bit about that my um, my people my father's people are Nyampa and my mother's people are Yuan and I had always when I was younger, I wrote a piece about my... When I was 16, I wrote a piece about my mother's people and about Gulagar. And um, Gulagar is our mother mountain. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just wrote about 
the feeling of being on country, the feeling of the cold, because my mother's country is very cold in Yuan country, that's near Beaker. And um, it, well, it's very cold in winter. And my, so I've, I've been exploring that for a long time, like in my own sort of exploration time. And then I, um, a few years ago, I had, I've been connecting more with my father and his recording, well, his family, my family recordings of my great-granddad. And my great-granddad was Archie King, and he was an important elder mm -hmm. in western New South Wales, in northwestern New South Wales. And um, I've been learning my language. I've been learning my language again from these recordings and wow. learning Yampa and um, trying to form a way that I can express what that means to me, what it, what it means to me to come back to language and how I put that in music and how I, how I talk about it through something that is without words. Mm. And it's a lot about emotion. And so for me, when I, when I heard those recordings, I didn't immediately um, put any music to it. I actually waited two years just so that I could hear the sounds of my elders speaking and what they were, what they were talking about and for me to get the right phonetics. And so um, the first piece I learned was a lullaby called, um, well, it hasn't got a name, it's just yeah, a lullaby. Mm -hmm. But um, I call it Wedding in Tungyong because it talks about this clever man healing. Um, is telling this child to not be sick and to wait until the clever man, the witch doctor, comes to heal the child with like herbs and um, you know bush medicine. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I that was the first song I've learnt, and I, you know, with permission from my father, I was very lucky to be able to to put that with strings and to put that with my violin. And yeah, that that for me that was like it was like because the violin is sort of my voice, I guess, in a way. Mm. And so it was me. I don't know. I've thought about it, and it's sort of like me communicating what. Yeah, with yeah, the, through what, your what violin. I feel, yeah, what I feel yeah. when I hear this language, and what I what I think, also what you know, my interpretation of the land and out there, which is sort of a still country. It's very flat. Mm. It's not like my mother's country that's very mountainous. My father's country, or even Mura, is very flat, and the, the sky is like a compass. And so, yeah, I just sort of, I decided to make a sort of a drone for that piece mm -hmm. and to have a sort of a violin sort of expansive. <laughs> Got to think of the words. So since then, what has been one of your kind of most memorable performance um, that you've done so far? I've had a few. Okay. But I must say the most recent one mm -hmm. has been um, my performance with Marigeku Dance Theatre. Mm -hmm. 
and that's a dance theatre based in Broome and Sydney. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to perform, yeah, this this song. I got to work with a choreographer um, from Belgium and also um, Dahlia Pigram and Rachel Swain. Um, the choreographer from Belgium was Kuhn Agersteinen. And he was from, he was a founding member of the Ballet City Labine. And Dahlia Pigram was, um, Dahlia Pigram and Rachel Plain, they were both, they're both founders of, um, Marageku. Mm. So it was, you know, I got to work with these, these older people in theatre and in dance. And, you know, I do have background in dance. So, you know, I went to Naysdor and I went to the Australian Ballet for a few years. But yeah, that performance was like, you know, it was, was pretty amazing. I got to explore how to to work with a co co choreograph something with a choreographer around my ideas, how to tell my story and tell tell the story of my people. Mm. The first installation was in Perth, um, so yeah, it was it was quite a a good experience and a humbling mm. experience also. And Eric, which artists? Or performers inspire you? Well, I think a lot. A lot of people they inspire me. Um, actually, I I went to see um, a performance the other week by the Australian Brandenburg Orchestra, and the piece was called Karakoram, mm-hmm. and um, I loved how so many different cultures could come together in that. So. I think that was one of my inspired... I was very inspired by them in that time. And also, I think I'm inspired... I'm, I'm, I'm playing a bit of, yeah, these different violin composers. Um, Isai from Belgium as well. And, um, yeah, I, I, just, I love the flow that he gets into. And, yeah, I'm all, you know, as well as... Very inspired by Archie Roach as well, mm-hmm. and um, you know I have I have lots of people that I'm inspired by, and they sort of yeah I think the subjects that they that Archie and Ruby sang about it's very important, and you know that continues in today. Like we hear we hear these cultural leaders. Aboriginal leaders, and they're just really inspiring now. Like all the young people, even Baker Boy. Baker Boy inspires me, and yeah. like Nookie as well. Like these rappers, and the way that they just hold strength mm. with what they're talking about, and that's really inspiring. Like that is because you know, with every word that they're saying, it's really important, and they they have. Yeah, they have a way of phrasing things, and as a, as a musician, as even a violinist, I can hear that phrasing within their rap, and I just think, yeah, it's sort of, it's amazing how someone can write a word, write some words, and then there's a phrasing behind it. It's just like with a solo violin, like, it's not a word, but sometimes you can hear words with a certain phrasing of a, of a line, or with the texture of a sound, like it means something, and so... Yeah, I've like I have quite eclectic inspirations, but I think it, I think it's like lots of different things that comes into that, it's like subject and the mm. 
feel of what what's happening and what people are trying to do with their art. Mm. What advice would you give to budding violinists out there? I think it's like it's always a matter of finding your own voice. You will always have to be working on something. You'll be always working on technique, and you will always. It's an it's a journey. It's the whole journey, but that's part of it. And I think it's just yeah, it's finding your voice, um, practicing. Mm, yes, practice makes perfect. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think all these different styles too. Making your own style, finding your own voice, finding your own composition style, how you like to phrase something or, you know, who do you like to listen to as well is, yeah. But I guess, you know, it just matters too what, what style violin you're into as well, hey, like, yeah. I can just speak from, from sort of everything. Mm. But yeah, I think it's like, I think that is the violin. It's like so broad. Like, that's why, yeah, it's good to have your voice within all these different styles to find, yeah, how you like to play something and <laughs> being brave with it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. just go for yeah, it. To be brave. Yeah. <laughs> just play. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Eric, for speaking with us. Now, how can people find out more about you? Is there a website or is there an Instagram or SoundCloud? Yeah. Um, I have an Instagram now. Mm-hmm. It's um, Eric underscore a violin, like a violin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. And um, yeah, you can look at me up on Google as well. I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how been, fun is it, though, Googling yourself? Isn't that know, really hilarious? You're like, like oh, hey. Right. <laughs> Although there's a bassist from America, and he is a member of Jane's Addiction, mm-hmm. and his name is Eric Avery. So what? You to, yeah. So you have to type in Eric Avery Aboriginal. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> <Yeah>. gotcha. <laughs> Look, thanks again, Eric, for joining us today. Thank you. And all the best with all your violin pursuits. Cool. Thank you so much.